Welcome to the Bruins Benders Podcast, Season 2, Episode 33, Bruins Panthers Game 5 Recap with Maddie and Smitty, brought to you on the Inside the Rink Podcast Network. InsideTheRink.com is your one-stop shop for all your NHL and ECHL news, insight, and analysis. Follow on Twitter at Inside underscore the underscore rink. Download the Inside the Rink app and subscribe to Inside the Rink's YouTube page. Smitty will tell us how you can sign up for ESPN+. Yeah, you can watch the Bruins on ESPN Plus by signing up for Inside the Rink. Uh, on the Inside the Rink website, go to insidetherink.com slash ESPN to sign up. I have ESPN Plus, and I love it. All the out-of-market NHL playoff hockey, college sports, and much, much more. So sign up for ESPN Plus at insidetherink.com slash ESPN. Well, this was a real uh, letdown. Tonight, Game 5 at TD Garden, Patrice Bergeron's back, ready to clinch the series, ready to really bring it to the Florida Panthers. And the story of this game, a 4-3 to loss in overtime, is missed chances in turnovers. Uh, Bruins were better for the majority of the game. Attempted shots were 85-42 for the Bruins, but the turnovers continue to kill this team in this series Unforced turnover by Vertruzzi in the first. Can't get it clear in the second. Give up a power play goal less than a minute after tying the game at 2-2. Two to two. Best penalty kill in the league. Can't get the kill when it matters most. Derek Forbort, Thomas Nosek, both a little out of position in the Bruins' pay. The Bruins tie it late on a goal by Taylor Hall. has been terrific. Brad Marchand with a breakaway with time running out in, regular, uh, in the regular uh, session. And Bobrovsky saves the Panthers season. In overtime, Linus Allmark with the mother of all turnovers in Matty fucking Kachuk. Finishes it off. Super. Uh, game six will be Friday night. Terrible. Just terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it started off with the Bertuzzi turnover in the first, and then you're chasing the game. Just a just a horrendous turnover, very much like Orlov in game two, just passed it right to the slot. I think he thought McAvoy was going to go uh, transition up ice. McAvoy was going behind the net to uh, to be an outlet and uh, just a miscommunication, but a horrible, horrible turnover. And, uh, you know, then you're chasing the game. And uh, the Bruins weren't great in the first, but um, got better as the first went along. And then from the second period on, the Bruins dominated but could not. In the second period, they dominated but they couldn't finish. And the, the, at one point, I think the shots were 14-2, I think, for the Bruins. And the Panthers had a goal. Like, the, it yeah. just, I mean, it's it was just one of those games where, you you know, uh, you go back to last season, um, not this past season, but the one before that, where every single turnover the Bruins made was in their net. In and it's net. and it seems like it's happening in this series, uh, and they and they need to get away from that. They need to get away from that. They have to manage the puck better. They have to be smarter with the puck. They need more from some of their key guys uh, who have been absent for much of the series. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, but yeah, really, really disappointing loss. And and I thought, um, you know, the way the Bruins handled things into second period and third period that you, you know, and then they made have a little momentum going into overtime, but then Bobrovsky makes that save on Marshan right at the end of regulation. And I think that gave the Panthers Panthers life. They're like, we survived. 
And then they came out in overtime, and I thought the Panthers were better than the Bruins for most of overtime, um, you know. And and uh, you know, and then Allmark makes the you know just a horrendous decision, decision, and uh, you know, uh, there there it is, game six. I, I I don't know what he's thinking. I mean, he throws it right back against the grain. Uh, two Panthers over there in Grizzlick. And just just keep it going, keep it going around the around the net, and just keep it going to the other side. I don't know what they were doing there. Uh, McAvoy almost gave him the game by overskating the puck when he's not paying attention. <laughs> he's looking ahead to make the next play, and, um, and I think he thought it was icing. He looked like he raised his hand, like he thought it was icing, and oh, was really? and okay. was just going to leave it. But man, you got to play, yeah, like play, play the, play the whistle. Jesus, yeah. you got to play the puck. You know, and it's just. Um, yeah, you know, the turnovers, I mean, talk about giving Makachuk three goals this series. Every single goal he's had has been gifted to him. Uh, and then, of course, this one here to, to win the game. Um, and like you said, the Bruins are the better team, and it's not really that close. Uh, they play, it seems they play much more focused um, and, a, and a lot tighter on the road. And Montgomery mentioned this after the game tonight. You know, we're making a lot of mistakes at home. Uh, I don't know what that is, if that's just adrenaline, if it's, uh, you know, just being a little bit more afraid to make mistakes at home or just having the pressure to win at home. Or I don't know what that is, but they were a great road team all year long. I mean, a great home team all year long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they've lost two games in this series uh, at home. And they're 2-0 and on the road with, you know, two, you know, fairly convincing wins. And I don't, and I don't understand what it is, we talked about them last week about maybe they have a little bit too much pressure on them or they feel the pressure. I don't know what it is, but the turnovers, we've talked about this for two months probably. Mm-hmm. The turnovers were going to be the death of this team. And it continues to happen, and I don't know why it happens to such an egregious amount. And some of them are just really horrendous turnovers. And I don't understand it. I, I really don't. And it's, and it's many people. It's not just one or two people. It's many people, but you're right. Their better, their best players have to be like David Pasternak has to be better, mm-hmm. um, and they have to, you know, just come out in Game Six, play the defensive game that they played in Games Three and Four, and just finish the thing out. And they just have to finish it out. Um, so we'll 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 talk to you about some of the decisions that were made in Seven Chirps, and it's sponsored by Lobster Brewing, Lobster Brewing and Tasting Room in downtown Woonsocket, Rhode Island, specializing in small batch ales. And Lagers is open seven days a week. Use the coupon code SPORTS to get 10% off your online order. Go to lobsbrewing.com and follow them at Lobs Brewing on social media for new beers and events. Chirp uh, number one, are the Bruins potentially better without David Krejci? Do, do they miss him all, all that much? I don't know if they do miss him all that much. I mean, he hasn't really done anything in the games that he played. Like, he hasn't been a difference maker for them in the games that he's played. Um, you know, maybe they miss his, his, um, you know, his calmness. I think that's one thing he does bring to the table, maybe that they could use, um, you know, in and around the net, especially they had so many chances where they had like three on twos and the puck. Like, I think, uh, at one point somebody said they had like five odd man rushes in the second period and they didn't even get a shot off. So like it's things like that where the puck's like exploding on a guy or it's he bobbles the pass or you know I don't know what it is I don't know what those what the, what those things are um, but Krejci would 
calm that stuff down. I feel like he's, you know, a really good passer. So I think, you know, some of that stuff would help out, but overall, I don't know if they would. I, I don't, I don't really see him making a huge difference. We haven't seen playoff crutch. I'd like to see playoff crutch. Um, you and I both. Uh, so, um, you know, I'll welcome him back because I think, you know, sure, of course. Jacob Laco is not going to see any oh, more no. action after <laughs> no. taking two. What do you take? Two penalties in this game? Yeah, that's the end of him. Uh, and so, that's, and that's a decision that we'll talk about actually in the next chart, but I, I don't get that decision, but go, go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll just segue into the next chirp because uh, I was going to mention the guy that was in the next chirp. So let's go ahead and do that. Okay, okay, okay. chirp number two, Jakob Lauko over Trent uh, Frederick. Interesting considering that Lauko plays very little when in. And, of course, he takes two penalties tonight and just not very good. When he plays, he plays like six minutes. Yeah. Trent Frederick had a really good year. Not sure what this is for, what this is about. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, so uh, Lauko's not going to see any more time. No. Uh, and Frederick will be in, in game, no. in game six. I'll, I'll, right. I'll go out on a limb right now and say that. Unless, for some reason, Krejci is in. Uh, so Krejci may be in and, and Lauko will be out. But, uh, but I, I have a feeling that Freddie will be in for game six. Yeah, I, I, I would have, I would assume that Lauko will not. No, I think we know that. Yeah. I think you and, you and I have a better chance on the wing than Lauko <laughs> yeah. on Friday night. Uh, that wasn't very good. I'm not sure why it was. Maybe speed. Maybe they thought that he would provide a, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, a pesky speed game yeah. or something. I don't know. But I, I, uh, that's all I can really think of because he didn't play a ton all year. And I'm not sure why he's playing in game five of a series quencher. But uh, there you have it. Chart number three, Brad Marchand and uh, Patrice Bergeron on separate lines to start a game for the first time since 2016. Seven years. Was it really necessary to, to move those lines around? No, it was not. And it didn't last very long. No, it was not. It didn't last long. The first period, they was, the Bruins were sluggish, and yeah. I think it was all of them jumbling up the lines, honestly. Yeah, I think it had what a, are they doing? I think it had a lot to do with it. I think they're overthinking it. I think they were yeah. trying to get maybe uh, some, some favorable matchups for some guys, trying to get guys away from other guys maybe uh, because they had last change. Um, that's the only thing I can think of. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, it doesn't work. didn't work. And they changed it back quickly. They even went to the so-called perfection line for for a bit uh, to try to get Pasternak going because he has been invisible. Yes. He has Not been, um, you know, he looks like a third line, you know, grinder out there. He's yeah. like dumping the puck in and like barely touching it and – He's not dynamic at all. I don't know if he's battling an injury. I hope he is uh, for his sake because he does not look engaged in this series at all. And if the Bruins want to do anything in this playoffs moving forward, he needs to be much better for them. I think the physicality has, has affected his play in this series. I, I think it has. And they've, they've hit him a few times. He's taken some hits in mm -hmm. the series. And I think that's he's getting a little gun shy and he's not able to get the space he needs and he had a chance in the overtime, indirect pass from Zaka, shot that trickles through the six hole mm -hmm. and goes wide. But that's really the only. Yeah, and he, and he was offside. That would have come he back. Was offside. Yeah, he, he was, was offside. offside. He also had a chance on a on a on a play where he was kind of the trailer coming in. I think somebody hit him, and he was in coming down the middle, and he and he gave the he didn't take the shot. He passed. 
and the pass yeah. was broken up. Yeah, he passed it off. So yeah. like you gotta you gotta get him shooting the puck. Like, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Fifty seven yeah. goals, shoot the motherfucking puck. Shoot right. it. Well Monty was asked about it after the game and he said the pass is too good. He thinks he'll turn it around and so forth. I really hope though that this is the game where he says, Okay, I've I've gotta bring more to the table. Uh, thank God for Taylor Hall because he scored like, you know, five of the last whatever goals they've scored. Yeah, I mean he's he's the guy who scores the goals now, and uh, but they need something from Pasta for sure because um, you know they'll need a good effort now. Now they're now all the pressure becomes theirs uh, if if six, game six doesn't go well. So um, all right, uh, chirp number four. Brad Marchand doesn't like the hot mics. Should the league get away? From uh, too much of the mics around the penalty boxes and on the ice. Hot mic. Hot, hot mic. Hot, <laughs> hot mic. Hot. Yeah, hot mic. Hot. hot. Uh, no, they sh- <laughs> they sh- they shouldn't get away with it. Get away from it. It shows the players' personalities. I don't care if the players swear. I don't think most fans do. Uh, you know, maybe not great for the kids and growing no. the game with the youngsters. Um, but you know, it's professional hockey. You know, men will be men. Sure. And, uh, you know, I like, I like hearing the chirps. I like hearing all that stuff. Um, you know, if the mic occasionally picks up a curse word, so be it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have any problem with, uh, with having the mics at ice level. Yeah. Just as long as I don't cross the line. I'm sure that Marshall doesn't like it because he crosses the line. Yeah. Right. So an awful lot. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure he doesn't like it at all. Uh, chirp five, as we have said before, turnovers kill this team. Why does it? continue i i i wish i knew the answer to that if i knew the answer to that i might be on the coaching staff but yeah i i wish i knew the answer i wish i knew why they just do dumb shit at at the most inopportune times i think that they really try sometimes too quickly to transition an offense like try to go north south too quickly like trying to make plays that aren't there or trying to make extra plays you know they they are they are so when they go well, they go really well. But I think there's times when they're just trying to do a little too much, and they don't keep it simple at times. And a lot of their turnovers just are trying to pass it up through your own slot in front of your net, or trying to, you know, trying to make a play that's not there inside your inside the blue line. It goes the other way. Um, and then tonight it was it was Almark who. You know, there were a couple, three occasions where I saw him just, like, kind of fumbling it and not, you know, just not great with the puck, and he's usually fairly fluid with it. Um, I'm sure he's battling an injury of some sort or what have you, uh, and he wasn't great tonight. Um, in, in fact, he's been, he was good at the beginning of the series, and I, he's been lesser and lesser. Um, I don't know, do, do, do they, I just think he'll, he'll finish it out. I, I don't think you can go Swayman right now. Just because you've gone with Allmark the five games, you can argue whether or not he was, you know, obviously the egregious turnover is bad, but you can argue whether or not he's one of the issues. Um, I think you're going to just see them ride Allmark out unless he's hurt. Yeah, I, th- I, I agree with you. I think Allmark, it's Allmark's net unless, he's, unless he has some kind of injury that prevents him from playing uh, the rest of the series. But uh, yeah, it's his net. I didn't think he was bad tonight. I mean, you know, they give away right in front of the net. That's not his fault. I and mean, what are you going to no. do there? The, the guy's by himself. Um, you know, the power, power play. play Bennett is right. right uh, yeah. Slot. I mean, oh, it's in the I, slot. I, I, he's he's yeah. they did it twice. He saved yeah. the first one. And then right. the second one, 
you know, you can't keep giving shots up from there on the fucking p- penalty no. kill. So, no. um, you know, that, that, that's not really his fault. And, and, uh, you know, the Tachukul was his fault. Um, but you know, I, I didn't think other than, that, other than the horribly, horribly egregious turnover <laughs> when it mattered the most in overtime, I didn't right, think he right, was, right. I didn't think he was, right. I didn't think he was bad, but, uh, you know, some rebound control stuff and, and, uh, things like that, but the Panthers go hard to the net. So there's guys are in and around them. It's, it's difficult sometimes to see shots and control rebounds. So. You know, uh, he's doing his best to keep the puck out, and and uh, hopefully, um, he'll be uh, smarter with the puck in Game yeah. Six. Well, I mean, again, without five, with five on five, without you know, without power plays, without turnovers, Panthers have a really hard time. You know, the Bruins are much better than them. Yeah, and if they just keep it to that simple game, and just you know, pounce on the opportunities that are there. And they should win this game six, you know, four to one or something. I mean, mm-hmm. they should be able to just take care of it. Um, but if they turn it over and everything, I and mean, this is going to be a colossal, a colossal choke job mm-hmm. if they lose the series. I mean, you will never hear the end of it nope. with this core group. And I'm just hoping that they don't know that, <laughs> that they get so bent out of shape and their their nuts get, you know, tangled up in a, in a little hammock that they don't... Uh, that they don't start to feel the pressure. That's what I feel is is really gonna could happen. Like a game seven here is just I don't want to watch it. I you know because I just think I'm I'm feeling it right now. Like they're gonna be tense. It's gonna seem like they didn't show up, and it's they're gonna kick one in the Panthers. And here we go again. 2019 game seven all over again. Yeah, the I mean the crowd won't be. Excited, they'll be nervous no, and tense. They'll be nervous, and they'll be sitting on their hands. Yeah, and it'll be it'll be quiet in there mm-hmm. because there'll be this nervous energy in the building, mm-hmm. and um, and that's why uh, I'm really scared to death. So they got to win this game. So I ask you, chirp six. Do the Bruins win Game Six? They do win Game Six. I think they win four to two. Four to two, Game Six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that it's like four to one, four to two. Myself, I think they win Game Six. I think they've been. Super resilient. I think they're very good. I think they have a goal in mind to win the cup or at least get there. And uh, I don't think it ends in this series. I don't think they. I don't think they drop the first round to the Panthers. And I think they they get refocused on the road. And I think uh, you know the the Bruins fans will be there. And I think it'll. I think they'll win the game. Yeah, I'll be nervous as hell, like I always am before sure. every game. Uh, oh, sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, I they've they've been resilient all year, so so I I feel like they'll they'll come back with a really good effort in Game Six. Right. All right, Chirp Seven. I heard this on Twitter. Is a we want the cup chant amateur hour? <laughs> Is that like what like what are we doing? Is that like the wave? Is that like yeah, uh, you know, a little a little bit? Line? You know, I've yeah. used it in some hashtags and stuff, so I yeah, guess I'm sure. I'm a little bit guilty of that. Um, but we do, we do want it. Yeah, uh, sure. But but saying it in 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 round one, yeah. Eh, I mean, it's yeah. kind of like a Yankee yeah. suck at a Patriots game. It it's is. like it is. I don't it's know. Like what? Place. Like what yeah. are we doing? I don't know. It's kind of out of place. It it, it is. It. I, I I don't love it either. I'm not. I'm I'm not a big fan of the wave. I'm not. A, I mean, maybe I'm just a fucking old grouchy man. Yeah. I don't know. I hate the wave. Uh, I can't stand. I'm it. not a wave fan. I'm not a you know sweet Caroline fan. I'm not no. a 
I'm not a, you know, Yankee suck chant fan, especially all those years when they were beating you. Uh, So, you know, and you're like, yeah, Yankees suck. No, they won 113 games and won the World Series. Uh, So, you know, it's like, uh, you know, uh, the people around here, you know, they like what they like and they want what they want. So, you know, we'll, hmm. we'll cut them some slack. I want it to, but I just don't say it out loud. Do you think, do you think Toronto <laughs> fans you chant, we want the cup? Do you think they do that? No, it's, they're, that they're, they're like, we want a round one victory. Yeah, right. <laughs> we just want to win game four, five. Yeah. Gets, we want to win a playoff round for the first time That'd since 1979. Sweet. That would be sweet. Yeah. I picked the Leafs in, in five to start the uh, – I picked the Leafs in five, and I think they're going to win it. So uh, I think they're going to win that series. They're much better than Tampa Bay this year. They are. But but they have this thing in their in their back of their head that they can't, you know, can't finish the deal. So mm-hmm. we'll see. DraftKings Sportsbook, Boston's hometown sportsbook, is live right here in Massachusetts. Bet local on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. With DraftKings, to celebrate, all new customers will receive up to $200 in bonus bets when you sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook using code ITR. You can now bet local on money line spreads, props, and more with one of America's top-rated sportsbooks, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up with the code ITR to get up to $200 in bonus bets to use now that Mobile bet, sports betting is live in Massachusetts. That's code ITR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. If your loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, call 800-327-5050 or visit helplinema.org to speak with a trained specialist free and confidentially 24-7, 21 plus, physically present in mass, eligibility restrictions apply, subject to regulatory licensing requirements, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply, opt-in required, bonus issued as free bets, terms at DraftKings.com slash M-A. You know, I, I, there was a gentleman by the name of Brett who sent us a message offline here. It says, if the Boston goalie did not give up the puck, they would have won that game. I'd like to believe that, Brett. I would like to I'd believe like, that. I'd like to get behind that initiative. Uh, all right, beauties and benders. Tay, uh, Beauties and Benders, number three is Charlie McAvoy. Gonna love you, eh? They're gonna be loving you from dawn until dusk. Charlie had seven shots on net and played over 30 minutes of ice time in the hockey game, continues to bring the, the uh, physical game. Uh, th- there is a little bit of Charlie's game I don't love at times. Um, he tends to cough it up or make a dangerous play here or there or um you know he's not he's not as sharp at times um but he does bring the physicality and does set the tone that way yeah i thought he was i thought he was really good in the most part uh in this game uh you know other than over skating the fuck there in overtime um I thought he was really good. I mean, he did have some chances in in uh, in deep. He had that chance on the three on two where the puck kind of fumbled off his stick. It would would have, uh, as Brick said in the broadcast, would have been nice to see him get a shot off there. Uh, and they ended up with nothing. So there was a few little minor things that I, I'd like to see him clean up. Uh, but overall, just just a horse back there, shutting down plays. You know, good breakouts. Um, you know, had a couple of nice give and goes on on power play entries and. And so forth. So, um, you know, it'd be nice to see him, you know, maybe score a goal here and and uh, in game six and and get moving in the right direction. Number two, beauty, uh, Patrice Bergeron. Gonna love you, eh? They're gonna be loving you from dawn until dusk. 
I'll tell you, Bergeron comes back and, and channels his early 90s Cam Neely and just scores a goal. Scores a goal. Uh, scores the second goal uh, for the Bruins, tied at two with a tip-in goal and uh, got the place rocking. His first shift had the place howling. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was good to have Bergeron back. They obviously need him. And um, I think that they'll get it together, you know, and largely because of his leadership, and they'll, and they'll take game six. I agree. I thought he was. I thought he was good in his first game back. He also had a crossbar on a on a pass, I believe, uh, on the power play. One of those patented kind of uh, half slap one timer things. Um, but yeah, he was. Uh, he was. You know, typical Bergeron, all, all over the place, winning faceoffs. You know, good sticks, and uh, scores a goal in his first game back. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, good for him, and and hopefully uh, it continues for him going forward. And beauty number one, Taylor Hall. Gonna love you, eh? They're gonna be loving you from dawn until dusk. Five goals in the series for Taylor Hall, finally showing, channeling his 2017-18 Taylor Hall uh, by just uh, being uh, the gifted talent that he is. A tremendous turnaround snipe to tie it at three. Um, you know, and he's he's playing with quite a passion too like he he's really uh showing me something here in the series yeah i feel like he's been probably their best player along with charlie coyle and brad marchand uh and maybe dimitri orlov their best players uh through the beginning of this series uh he's been all over the place you know he had a four-point game the other night um hopefully he can uh he can duplicate that again right. here in game six because he did it on the road so hey do it again That'd be yeah. fantastic. Uh, <laughs> it would be great to see. Yeah. Tell you what, if he gets uh, four points in game six, we're going to well, win. That's a win. That's a win. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, no doubt. All right. So uh, now we'll go to some guys who didn't play so hot or uh, guys we don't like at all. And we'll start with a guy we don't like at all. Number three, Bender, is Radko Gudis. Ah, the Bender. He's just, how does he get away with tackling guys so he tackles nick felino and then nick starts to get up and he just gives him a four-round shiver and then Which jumps on him patented his, he does that all yeah he time. does that all the time forearm shiver yeah. yeah and then and then jumps on the guy how yeah. is that allowed I, he 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 penalizes people <laughs> like he just he just goes around and tackles he's tackled Marshan, he's tackled yeah. frederick he's tackled all sorts of guys bertuzzi he just tackles people Without the puck, yeah, nowhere near anyone, and it's not an interference penalty. He's he's committed so many penalties in this series and has not been called for a single penalty. Hasn't been called for a single penalty. Can you imagine that? I mean, he has he literally fouls people every time down the ice. Yeah, every he shift does. he's out there, he commits a penalty, he and he has not been called for a single penalty. My theory is that everyone in the league knows he sucks so bad. They're like, we got to give him this. This is this is the only thing he can do. We gotta get we we gotta let him do something. He's out here. We gotta let him do something. Um, And he just sucks at everything else. Can't skate. Can't pass. Can't play. Can't do anything else. So uh, yeah, go ahead, tackle some guys. I'll tell you what. I love that theory. I do because he does suck, (laughs) and he's not very good at all. And he has to tackle people in front of the net because he can't stay with them. So that's yeah. I I I I get that. Okay, so uh, Bender number two, David Pasternak. Ah, the Bender. Invisible. He's just been invisible. Yeah. Need more from David. Uh, need pasta. 
don't need David. We need pasta. We need the we need the confidence. We need the swagger. We need the Barbie girl. We need the shades. We need the Oakleys. We need the you know the mullet. We need the yeah, pasta. Nice t- iced coffee. Yeah, the whole we need the yeah. we need that guy. We need the yeah. guy with a little bit of swagger. You know, we need the guy with the one timer that's gonna you know shoot it and and you know Hulk Hogan the crowd. We need that mm-hmm. guy back. Yeah, give us that guy in Game Six. And, and and moving forward and and we'll do some damage. I'm calling it right now. Game game six. Four to one Bruins. Pasta gets two. Love it. Yep. Just fist love pump, it. The the whole thing. The, the oh down to the knee. That that whole thing. Oh, give me that spread. Like that whole thing. Give me that. Yeah. yeah like like it put them away. Pasta knock. That's gonna happen. I'm telling you. Love it. Love it. Uh, and now our number one. Bender has to be Lena Selmark. Ah, the bender. Uh, you can't pass the puck to the other team in overtime. You just can't do it. You just can't pass the puck to the other team in overtime. No. Especially no. when you're not in your net. Right, right. When you're not in the net. When you're not in the net. Standing next to you and you fire it past him. Yeah. That's, that's not advisable. Yeah. So no. if you're if you're the goalie and you're not in your net, passing the puck to the other team, I believe is frowned upon. Yeah, that's frowned upon. You know, and people have actually tweeted out game two of the 2011 uh, Stanley Cup Finals when Tim Thomas, ten seconds in overtime, pretty much came out of the net for no apparent reason, and Burrows wrapped around and scored the goal to to put the Canucks up two games to none. A horribly awful play by the goaltender. Yeah. And it was, uh, and then people say, hey, they won this series. So hopefully the Bruins win this series after that egregious mistake. So William Griffin uh, sent us a message on Facebook. Uh, he's watching uh, and says, how much did Allmark get paid to throw that game? <laughs> <laughs> Goalie rule book number one, never leave the net when the other team is near you. <laughs> yeah. Your net, bench him and put in Swayman. So yeah. William is not happy at all with Allmark <laughs> and his passing of the puck to the other team. William, we're right there with you. We do not like when Allmark passes the puck to the other team either, um, especially when they're near your net and you're not in your net. Uh, so that is right. a faux pas. <laughs> that is not <laughs> something that we would like him to do ever again. No, um, we don't. We don't want him to allow the most hated player in the other team to score the goal. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's just not okay. Yeah, it's that's not not, okay. not what we're looking for at all. No, but that was uh, that was not not a great play. And uh, hopefully the Bruins, who have been a resilient bunch, veteran group, mm-hmm. you know, best team in hockey and that whole thing, um, they need to just come out in game six and, and prove it. And that next game is Friday, April 28th at Florida in Sunrise. And I'm sure there'll be a large contingent of drunken Bruins fans in attendance. Absolutely. Uh, Bruins affiliates uh, playoff update. Providence. Finally going to get going after a couple of weeks off. Uh, April 28th, they will face the Hartford Wolfpack in game one. Uh, Brandon Bussey was sent back down to Providence, so he'll be in net for Providence, and we'll be able to see Georgie Mikulov and 
and Fabian Lysel and that whole group uh, playing in the playoffs. So hopefully they'll do well. And then the main Mariners came back to tie their series, but then fell uh, tonight four to three. So they are down three games to two to Reading uh, in that series. They did win the two games to tie the series in Maine uh, a few days ago. Uh, so now they will play game six uh, in Reading. In that series, go to InsideTheRink.com for Bruins Benders merchandise. Follow us at Bruins Benders on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Download the Inside the Rink app. Uh, also subscribe to the Inside the Rink YouTube page. Get all of our content and rate and review on Apple and subscribe and follow on the pl- podcast platforms. InsideTheRink.com slash ESPN is where you can sign up for ESPN+. Plus. And go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, download it, and uh, get your $200 in bonus bets with the code ITR. That'll do it for the Game 5 recap. We'll be back Friday night after Game 6, hopefully a series clincher. Thanks for listening, and go Bruins. Go Bruins. Thanks a lot. Mm, Bye-bye.